Hey, Sabri. What should we do on today's podcast? The same thing we do every podcast, James. Try to save the world. It's Aubrey and James. It's Aubrey and James. One is a jock. The other plays games. Welcome, everybody, back to another episode of Two Fools Save the World. Coming at you with episode 24 on this lovely October 20th, 2020. We got Sabri. What's up, buddy? Nothing much. Can't believe you said any day in 2020 was lovely. Things must be getting better. <laughs> Slowly but surely. And also joining us again this evening, we have Joseph. What's up? What's going on, Joseph? Nothing much, Joseph. man. Happy to be here, guys. Very excited. I, I love that I'm here for episode 24. The, the best part about that is, dude, that's my sports number. So it was just destiny for me to be on the show today. How funny. I thought you were going to give uh, pay pay um, tribute to Kobe Bryant or something. Nah, he, ripped, he, ripped, he ripped that 24 <laughs> off of my back, dude. Oh. He, he, he was rocking that 8, man. I was rocking 24 long before Kobe was. Shots Dang. fired. That's why we got Joseph there knocking out Mike Tyson, man, because we know the, <laughs> it's all about the sports for, for Joe there. <laughs> it is true, though. I've seen uh, Joseph's uh, number 24 retired in his bedroom. <laughs> If only <laughs> his brothers took it down. They're like, get this shit out of here. He's not even the best gainer. Oh, I, eh, I don't know about that, but yeah, my, uh, my Jersey's definitely not retired. <laughs> I I've seen your brothers play basketball. You are the best gainer. Ooh, shots fired. We need to have Joseph's brothers on here now to defend him. <laughs> no, let's not do that. <laughs> Just it's all right now. Nah, you don't need to. I already know I'm the best basketball player. So it's all good. if you need if you needed content of four guys arguing and you two kicking back and just laughing the whole time, yeah, that that would probably end up being the the entire show, and then it'd have some awkward into it. I've seen there them play Risk. It, it's a serious right. game of Risk in that family. Oh, bro, I. I I'd, I'd school some people in Risk. Just saying. Then we used to play Risk back in the day. Sabri, you and I. Yeah, I can't remember. We played I can't every board game. Did we? Yes, I, I won. You lost in the story. Bullshit. I don't. We, that's not the way. We would have. That was yeah. another game we played, and I won that one too. <laughs> Bullshit Risk, is a fun game. <laughs> Risk and um, dude, holiday. Oh man, dude, we would have Risk games that would go on for days. Like yeah. it, 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 as ridiculous as that sounds, yes, we would have games of risk that would go on for days. Oh, I believe it. Risk can go on and on forever. Like, I'm the type of guy, like, we all know I'm nerd here, right? Well, all the games, as you can see, the arcade in the background for those who are watching here on YouTube. By the way, shout out. We have a YouTube channel. Check it out if you haven't checked it out. But uh, there's even to a point where, like, once you go past a certain hour playing Risk, I'm all like, you know what? Just I start making stupid moves to kind of lose my guys. Like, oh, I lost. Look at that. And then I'm like, you know, I can go to bed or watch TV or do something else. I can't help. Are you going to give a shout out to our YouTube channel? You didn't even put the name of the YouTube. Yeah, we did. Two Fools. What's full? Well, what is it? Two Fools or Fool? <laughs> it's the Two Fools. <laughs> two Fools podcast. Fool. <laughs> All right. I pity the fool. Let's talk. I'm going to talk like Mr. T all the time. <laughs> I pity the fool. I pity the fool who don't subscribe to two fools. Who? Hey, so, man. Speaking of Mr. T, though, I'm just throwing this out there right now. The, the most recent A-Team movie that came out 
oh gosh, what, like 10 years now? I think that thing was seriously underrated and underappreciated. I wanted a second one. Just throwing that out there. Random, random take. Sorry. Go ahead, Sabri. Keep your random takes to yourself. Actually, it was a good movie. I did enjoy it. It was the the damn MMA fighter. What was his name? Shoot. Yeah, he was Mr. T. Yeah, he was Mr. T. Actually, oh, Rampage, wasn't it? Rampage. Yeah, it was Rampage Jackson, Jackson man. It oh, was you guys a great about the movie. remake. Oh. That was a great movie, dude. It was I was laughing so hard when I watched that. Anyways, just putting that out there. Hey, anyone listening to this, go watch go watch it. It was good, man. I think it wasn't Jessica A-team that was made 10 years ago. Oh, was, it was Jessica Beale, yeah. Jessica Beale was in there as the heart. But if you're gonna watch a Jessica, heck yeah, if you're gonna dude. watch a Jessica Beale movie, you gotta watch Summer Catch. That's the movie to watch. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm just saying. I only know I would rather laugh than cover. look at hot women. Uh, what? what are you doing on this podcast, Joe? Uh, right, kick, his, kick his him wife off. is sitting right next to him. <laughs> oh, uh, that's exactly that. what it is. Exactly what it is. <laughs> Uh, you can right. just hear the like smack or something afterwards. Hey, hey, all right. hey, hold on. Wait. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, she's going to leave the room. He's going to be, I'm just kidding, guys. I'm, can I have my man card yeah. back? I'm just you kidding. <laughs> put, the, put, put it on me. We're okay. okay, honey, you can go to bed now. <laughs> oh, man. To oh, Joe's God. wife, I love you to death. Don't kill him if you're sitting next to him. <laughs> uh, on a side note, though, I'm going to watch the A Team this week. I, <laughs> I never watched the, the latest one, the remake. So, are you being oh, no, serious? Go, you yeah, gotta go watch that, that thing. Damn, I should take both your man cards for these comments. What are you talking about? I have plenty. You, probably. I guarantee you, like a lot of people, you watch movies for comedy and not hot girls. You lost your man card. James not watching the A Team, which is a manly movie. He lost his man card. I'm the only no one with the man card left. All right. <laughs> oh, you'll lose it real fast on this episode, I'm sure, at some point. Uh, no. What? what are you talking I'm, about? Oh, yeah. I know it's, it's coming. Manly. Oh, God. <laughs> you wishful thinking. All right. Do we blabber uh, oh, on too much? Should we get into some good news? Let's try it. Yeah, let's spread a little positivity now. Yeah, since Joe lost his man card. <laughs> a little good Going into this week, I'll just share a fun little happy news for me. I went to Disneyland. Not exactly inside Disneyland, though, but I went to downtown Disney, which actually was a lot of fun. I went uh, with a friend, friends, uh, my friend Candace and my other buddy James, who, uh, with his wife and his uh, daughter, went inside the park. Wasn't that busy. I thought, uh, not inside a park, pardon me, went inside to downtown Disney and it wasn't that busy at all. I expected a lot more people than what were actually there. Uh, going into the shops was pretty easy. Felt clean. Everybody was pretty distanced. They had a ton of Disney people there to make sure everybody was wearing their mask and like to ensure that proper social distancing was taking place. It was a good night. Like I actually enjoyed it. I got the feels kind of walking it like as I was going into downtown Disney, that kind of like that little area. Uh, where they kind of like check in and whatnot, though. Just kind of seeing uh, little bits of like Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in the background and seeing parts of California Adventure where they're building the new Marvel Land. So all the feels was there. I'm going to admit it. I miss Disney a lot going there, getting my corn dog and just like walking around the park and having a good time. So that was a nice little happy, happy moment for me this week. So that's my were, they, 
were they limiting people on how many people went into downtown Disney or? Yes, they do. They limit, they, they keep a count and they have a super long, like you can tell, because like normally when people get there in the morning, like it opens up at eight o'clock and people, when it first opened up, it's been open for a couple of months now, I think. When it first started to open up, uh, there would be hundreds of hundreds of people lining up to get into downtown Disney. So there's like this huge kind of like pathway from where the downtown Disney parking lot is, where they have tape lined up for like social distancing to keep six, uh, people six feet apart from each other. And it seemed like it was probably at least a good 400 meters long. Wow. So you can kind of tell, but uh, so you, as you kind of like walking in, you can tell where people would be waiting in line, like normally in the morning. But I, on a Tuesday night, it was free parking too. Another big win. I was like, sweet, free parking to get into downtown Disney. That was nice. It was normally close to like maybe almost 12 to $20 to stay for a couple hours there at downtown Disney, Disneyland prices, but it was free to get in. And it seemed like some of the items were like relatively inexpensive now. Uh, it could be just me, but maybe like prices has come down a little bit since they started to reopen. Like I got a nice little uh, Thanos mug, which was really cool for about $12. What normally it's like 30, I think. So it was good times. Yeah. Go Disney. That's cool. I'll have to go to your house to drink out of the Thanos mug. I bet you could <laughs> still get that Thanos mug maybe on eBay for less. <laughs> Probably. It's part of the experience, Joe. Don't ruin my experience. It's supposed to be good news, Joe. We took your man card. Now we're going to have to take your good news card. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I guess we'll just move on to my good news, which Joe will probably ruin in the next 30 seconds. I'm eagerly awaiting to. (laughs) (laughs) So my good news is I made it to another birthday. So um, I showed up to work, and they surprised me with a birthday cake, which is amazing to me because I don't tell anybody it's my birthday. It's just something I I do. I, I just keep it to myself, and I move on. But these people found out, probably due to social media or something. Who knows? And, uh, yeah, they surprised me with the cake, and Alice came with a nice uh, caramel cake from uh tropicana and downy yeah yep and then uh and then my buddy art made me uh, a birthday card and and he drew a picture of me and my 49er uniform and and everything he had me missing a field goal so i think he was kind of rubbing it in somehow <laughs> <laughs> i looked on the back it didn't say hallmark so I knew I wasn't that special to him, but the thought it was a thought that counts and he made me a card. So yeah, my good news is I made it to another birthday and and I gotta celebrate it with uh people at work and eat some yummy cake and read a silly card. So thanks guys and yeah, that's my good news. That's awesome. Happy belated birthday. Even though we we shot you out in the two fools. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and jump in and just say, you know, big shout out to me <laughs> right now for <laughs> the gift that you have coming your way, Sabri. I'm not going to ruin it, but uh, I'll, I'll just leave it at that and you can make comments about it on a later episode. Oh, the suspense. Yeah, normally, geez. normally Joe gets me decent gifts, but sometimes they could be duds. So who knows? The oh, suspense, the suspense oh, wow. is good. I had to say it for the suspense. 
if everyone thinks you give me a good gift, there won't be any suspense. Yeah, oh, people got to tune into episode twenty-five to figure out what it is. It'll be uh, it'll knowing be... knowing Joe, it's going to be episode forty-five. Oh. <laughs> Ordered it off a wish, and it's coming on like one of those little boats, you know. Uh, <laughs> knowing knowing Joe, he's on Amazon right now searching for a gift. <laughs> You, you're terrible. You're terrible. I'm I'm going to tell you this right now. The only reason you don't have it in your hands right now is because my parents were out of town. Your gift that I got for you is actually at my parents' place. Dang, the old blaming on the parents trick. All right. He's like, all right. He's like, I, I hear I'm, the keys typing. And I'm going to confront you. I'm going to confront you right now. You're you're going to you're going to agree to take everything you just said back and eat some crow after you get your gift from me on a later episode which i most likely won't be on i already know it i will tell you what if your gift gets here in the next two weeks i will eat some corn because it sounds like crow so that's what i will do Okay. It's, the, it's, the, it's the only thing that i'm willing to eat that sounds kind of like crow so all right, so all right, guys, the suspense is here. We're waiting for Joe's amazing gift, which he is pretty good at. He knows me pretty well, so cool. I'm excited. All right, all right, all right. Well, my good news is I, I'm trying to think of how to explain this, but I'm just going to come out and say it because I have a very twisted relationship with IKEA. And my good news just revolves around. Meatballs. That's all you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> yep, so, exactly. so IKEA put out there that this year they're going to buy back old IKEA furniture that's in "quote unquote" good condition by offering vouchers up to fifty percent of the original value of the piece of furniture. They're they're making some big concerted effort to kind of recycle furniture and make things more sustainable living and blah, 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 all that nonsense. Dude, for I got me, a gold mine in my apartment. <laughs> for me, that's amazing because personally, I think Ikea furniture is worth probably 10% of what you pay for it. So if you can return that, this Black Friday and get half of what you paid for it back. I mean, that's a steal, man. Because IKEA furniture, in my opinion, is garbage. I've had a really bad experience with it, but um, yeah. So if you Are got you good sure furniture, good news? I think it's great news. Are you okay. kidding me? I can get back money yeah. on a bad business decision or a poor buy, dude. I'm <laughs> I'm all in, man. <laughs> You know what's funny? I literally looked around my room right now. I'm like, okay, my desk is IKEA, my case is IKEA, my uh, my uh, comic book holders are IKEA. <laughs> like, but I'm not disappointed with any of it. But I said, ninety percent right. of the stuff in my house is from IKEA. I probably even guarantee I got a package of Swedish meatballs in my freezer from IKEA. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even eaten yet. So yeah, everything in my house is practically IKEA. All right, all right. I'll, I'll okay. Uh, you, Ikea does sell a couple decent items. I'm just not a huge fan. I feel <laughs> like it's fine. it's cheaply made. I am glad that they're willing to give you good news by taking your stuff back and giving you money back. So it yeah. is good news. 
kind of, I guess. It's your good news, Joe. <laughs> Run with it. Run with it. I'm running with it. I'm running with it. It's good news. No, I, think, I'm getting... I think that's cool. Like being able to kind of like return and do stuff like that. I think that's pretty neat. That yeah. saves some coin for some people. And I think it's pretty cool for like holiday shopping too, especially COVID-19 related Corona stuff with people out of jobs and saving a little stuff to get extra like newer furniture. Yeah, that's a one. I wonder if they're trying to keep up with uh, Costco. But Costco pretty much gives you everything back. Costco, Costco you can, yeah, I can punch oh a TV gosh. and return it back at Costco. How, how, how dare you? How dare you even? I said say try to keep up. Costco in the same breath as IKEA. It's like, oh no, IKEA is not on the same level as Costco. Here, not even close. Here, I'll, I'll put it in the same breath. IKEA the car in the Costco parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> how about that? Is that acceptable? There you go. Acceptable? Good enough. I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll take it <laughs> oh, man. you guys know it's, it's a big week right you know what's going on this week yep, yep. Oh, oh, man. Day. Wrestlemania live thir- I mean the- I, I wish it was <laughs> I don't know do you guys think it's going to be a giant shit show like it was in the last well first let's just say what we're going to talk about the debate is the second debate's happening this Thursday So second uh, presidential debate yeah. Yeah. Before yes. we even get into it, what did you? Because Joe wasn't on the first time we talked about it. What did you think about the first debate, Joe? Oh man, it, that was a debate. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I try to be pretty straightforward, but and be straightforward. Man, Tell it. Be straightforward. It, it's just shameful. There's no decorum. Uh, you can't you can't it's not it, arguing is not a debate i'm sorry so i just i but, thought it was a shame but he brought back football performance <laughs> <laughs> i don't i i didn't even i didn't care i didn't care for what either of them had to say because all they did was argue over one another and try to shout the other guy down that's not really a debate structure it's not even debating you're just we just sat back and watched two men with one leg in the grave each of them shouting at each other over a bunch of nonsense that's i mean not i suppose Biden i suppose like you're sleeping according to <laughs> I, I suppose i suppose the and the the sad thing is is these guys one of these two knuckleheads is going to be potentially determining the future of our of our country here and and we get to inherit all the problems that one of these two guys is going to roll out. Hey, um, if everyone so, thought like me and rode in the rock for president, <laughs> then we wouldn't have this issue. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, to be frank, I just, I thought the first debate was a, a shameful display of American politics and, and we're, we're better than that as a country. I don't, I don't feel either of them represented us as a country very well at all are we better we, we, than that as a country if we're the ones who voted him in as a country well no hold on i mean you can we voted the dude we voted both of these dudes to stand up there are we better as a country oh look at me with the tough questions <laughs> call me walsh call me walsh we're we are better we are better as a country than that because if we have the how we voted we voted these people 
We could have okay. voted anybody else. We, we that, all have one true. night stand that we wish that, that never happened. You're right. You know that's what I'm not saying? true. We can <laughs> only vote. True. No, I agree. We can't vote anybody else. But out of the nominees that were put in front of us, we could have voted for other people in the party. No, that's not true necessarily either. Because so Sanders to... can't be there? You? No, he can't. Why? I was voting for Kanye. Just saying. Oh Look, the, the, the problem is the, okay. So the problem is the Damn. problem is is the system the, the way the system works. It, it's not really it's not structured in a way for us to get the best candidate. It's structured in a way that each party puts forward someone that they feel is going right, to get best, the most the puppet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's the best puppet. So, yeah. and if anyone thinks a moment that either of these guys don't fall in line with what the party line is then i mean i don't even i don't honestly you you know donald trump isn't running the republican party and you know joe biden isn't running the democratic party right now it's it's other right. guys behind the scenes they're using those guys as puppets and they're just going to shout down one another it's it's just shameful the whole thing is embarrassing and i do believe there's better candidates out there um you know i mean i'm i i bet you i bet you between the three of us Two two of us would make better candidates than the. Than the yeah, two that's messed that up. You just going. talked. To, you just said James wouldn't make a better candidate than Donald Trump. That's what I, I wouldn't even. Now. I wouldn't even run. I vote for you. I vote for you, Sabri. Woo! Hey, you know what? I would vote for me too, and I would stand my ground. I would probably like not even know every policy, but the policies I did know, and then I would get assassinated because they were like, "Damn, this guy's not a puppet." And then I'd just be dead, and hope ten people would go to my funeral. So I better not run for uh, president because I don't want to die yet. Challenging Putin to a forty-yard dash. Yeah, ten people is a little low. <laughs> That's a little I low, man. I figure I, if I got assassinated, everyone would be scared to go to my funeral because you know yeah. never know where the snipers are. Could be like the could be like the movie with uh, Stallone back in the day, just waiting, <laughs> waiting with a sniper rifle. Dang, imagine that Stallone shows up to my funeral just to kill everybody who shows up to my funeral. That's a success. That's a pretty successful life. Well, this <laughs> you know, know you know you made it when you want to get sniped life. and assassinated. That's right, yeah. <laughs> By Stallone. <laughs> yep, that's Stallone. how you know you made it. Yeah, that's how you know you made it in life. Yep. Like, hey, hey, yo, is this the uh, the George George's funeral? You. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't even know. <laughs> Where do I this park? Sounds, th this movie is starting to sound like a, a worse knockoff or a horrible knockoff of like Suburban Commando. Then they, then Mr. Stallone, Stallone shoots somebody, and James yells, "No, Adrian!" I know. I, I had to be day seven, Adrian. Adrian, Adrian. Like, Wait, what are you talking about? That's Bob. <laughs> He's like, yeah. I don't know how we got so sidetracked, but now, yeah. I guess I could be president. I guess that's a good sidetrack. Yeah, vote for me. There you go. I'll vote for 2040. you. Sorry. 2040. You can, I'll be right. you, you can deal with the shit show. I'll just play. Uh, I, yeah. One of you is going to be the Secretary of Defense and my Vice President, so you guys are not. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't, I don't play defense. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're Vice President then. 
I'm going to make you play a game of risk to see who's the secretary of defense. Whoever wins. I'll, I'll give up like, after well, four hours. We're like, fuck this shit. Russia can have us. I'm over. Well, well Joseph won risk. I guess he uh, has a better strategy of how to protect our borders. So, all right. Exactly. Oh, man. Oh, man. So, yeah. Anyways, I wasn't impressed with the first political debate. So, <laughs> I, I'll say this. President. I, I thought, I, I mean, so side just one side note i actually i was i was actually optimistic of the vice president debate because usually i've found in the past vice presidential debates to be more entertaining and they actually i don't know they debate a little bit more it seems like when you watch those um i and i'm gonna i'm gonna be i thought and this is very superficial i thought mike pence looked I thought he looked professional. I thought he he carried himself pretty well. Um, I thought Harris, I thought she did okay. My one big issue with her was, and maybe it was just me, her her voice is really annoying to listen to over long spans of time. Well, so well, we know we know uh, Joe's wife left because yeah, she she like, no, all, women's talk about <laughs> all women's voice sounds annoying. So you know, uh... <laughs> I usually my I just my, like my, to say like, I do not uh, <laughs> speak on the same on behalf of selective. Joe and Sabri. <laughs> just saying. Whoa! <laughs> I didn't say any woman's voice. You, you, usually, my selective hearing can kick in and overtake it, but in her case it was like just a little too high pitch i couldn't block it out <laughs> maybe that's part of their strategy to get their policies heard maybe uh, i didn't hear the whole vice president thing i thought it was way more professional than the presidential debate of course and um you know they both avoided answering certain questions and they both i thought did a decent job um if I, I i thought even though they both sounded professional based on points i thought kamala harris made a couple more points than mike pence but nah. yeah i didn't watch the debate at all for the the vice president thing well i didn't i didn't want to watch another kind of shit show though but like again like how you guys said i heard it was a lot more structured a lot more professional uh what i normally do is after debate i kind of scroll through twitter i just kind of see the talking points of like who made good points to see what's trending and there was a couple one and one thing that kind of caught my eye and it was the third most trending topic that night was fly and i'm all like what the and i looked on it <laughs> there were so many people talking about the fly that dropped on you know uh, vice president uh, uh the forehead there and everybody was talking about how <laughs> you know, how much like some of the stuff that he was saying avoiding questions and everybody's going that's right man flies are attracted to bullshit that's why he's on top of his ass i was all like damn that's funny <laughs> The fly um, got more attention than I think the most attention out of all the debates. <laughs> yeah. You're you're fly. probably right, which is sad. Maybe the flies are gonna win. So uh I'm not gonna be able to watch this next election or not uh debate. What do you think uh how do you think that's gonna go? It's supposed to be Thursday, right? Yeah, this I Thursday. honestly don't think it's happening at all. I think Trumpy and freaking Biden are going to, well, more Trump side is going to bitch and moan about some of the stuff that they're putting in place. Uh, because now, you know, they, they're going to be able to uh, mute the mics of the participants now, right? So both uh, <laughs> Trump and Biden only have the allotted two minutes to actually talk about a given talking point. 
and uh, between turns for each other. And then once their two minutes are up, literally they're to stop the button type thing. And I'm kind of curious to see, the, especially the media, the, the mediator between the two. I don't know if it's still going to be the same dude, the Wallace guy. I don't, I don't think so. I think it's somebody else. Is it, or is it still going to be Wallace? Yeah, they rotate. So typically with these, um, uh, debates, what they do is they rotate who moderates. So they'll have, you know, they'll let like a, a CNN or a more liberal media outlet moderate one of the debates, and then they'll let a, a more conservative media outlet uh, narrate the the second one. It's how they kind of agree to terms of the debate. It's it's kind of funny. It's almost like they're they, they go through like the. Nevada sports Com- state commission for like a fight or something like they have to agree to terms and all this other nonsense it's it's so dumb yeah but they they have to they they get it's almost like they get a referee that that favors one side each and then they call it a day whereas i i kind of think that's kind of bs i i would love if they put I, I don't know. I, I'd like. I I think a, a different structure for the moderator would be better than that. But you know, so whatever. I am putting my foot down right now, and I am saying I'll take any bet with both of you. Trump ignores the moderator, whoever it is, and he ignores them shutting off the mic, and he continues to talk over the mic, and he continues to talk over Biden when his time is up and the mic is off. Oh, of course. That's what's going to happen. Guaranteed. So I'm just, I'm just curious to how happen. how it's like how that's going to play out. Whatever. I mean, if you've been he's going to come bit, in. He's going to try to he... yell. Well, you know, it'd be really funny if Biden is still talking and Trump. They cut off Trump's mics. He walks over to Biden's mic, pulls it, and starts <laughs> talking some stuff on it, and just start trying to pull up. That that would start some. I'd be like, wow. There'll be I just fisticuffs. Dude, okay. I think how ahead. many how many memes? I'm just saying it right now. How many memes are going to be generated from this debate? Because you know already there's going to be a meme by either Biden or Trump or maybe even both of them of them being frustrated over the mic being muted on them while they're trying to finish some topic or, you know, something along those lines. There's going to be memes created out of this one for sure because of how ridiculous it is. I will say 15 good memes. Good ones. (laughs) So I'll be able to at least make five of them. But that's kind of what... (laughs) But that's kind of what I kind of like bring up. I'm glad... good ones, one bad one. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like I'm trying. That's uh, the Joe brings up a good point though, because the mediator between this and I, it's Chris, uh, Kristen Welker. Just did a quick Google search of who the mediator is. So it's really up to them on when they're going to actually mute it, and are they going to stay super strict and think right at two minutes, okay, you're cut off, and like literally shut off the mic, or are they going to actually let the the candidates actually finish their thought process? And you know, they're going to have to like you know, it's she, she's going <laughs> to. It sounds funny. She's going to have to grow some balls and actually be able to cut off their mic and be all like, hey your two minutes is over and now it's time for like uh, Biden or Trump to now, you know, have the floor and talk about, you know, what their, their points are, you know, arguing against the the other. So well, it's curious to see how that's going to like pan out. Yeah. I mean, that's what made the first presidential debate, in my opinion, incredibly shameful. And it was just an, it was a giant argument that broke out. It wasn't even a debate. Usually when your time expires, there's, there's a bit of a, I don't know, I guess gentleman's code or a code of conduct. Oh, it's, it's you finish. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you know, you, it's, it's a matter of, you know, showing a little respect back and forth and letting both sides get their piece in, you know, they, they let you know, Hey, two minutes has hit and expired. 
you kind of wrap up your thought immediately right there. You don't continue to carry on and shout over the other guy for another minute or two. It, it, it was just ridiculous. I think so, the gentleman's cold went out the window when he said, I grabbed them by the pussy. I'm pretty sure the code went out the window at that point. I mean, it wasn't when he started talking about how large his penis was by comparison to other candidates. I mean, like, that was a little out there, too. Selective hearing. I didn't hear that. Yeah. <laughs> I did um, that, though. <laughs> so this is what else I think is going to happen. Two minutes will go up, off. His mic will go off. And he's going to flip on his hidden mic in his jacket coat. And he's going to be like, got you, bitch. And he's going to keep going. He's going to keep gonna, talking. He's, he's going to pull his jacket open and pull out this big microphone. He's going to have his just... own hidden mic in his jacket. And he's going to be like, got you, bitch. And he's going to keep talking. Speaking speaking of hidden mic, does, does, Trump, does Trump say anything about Joe Biden rocking a hidden mic during the debate this week? <laughs> Because that was a big thing that came out of the the first presidential debate was that he's wearing a wire. Yeah, he's wearing a wire and being fed information because he's too old and senile to know what's going on. So I I just I I, okay. so does Trump does Trump make some jab at him about that? I bet you he doesn't wear a tie. For sure. Oh, dude, speaking of wearing ties, I guarantee Biden, I would bet like. Ten bucks on this. Biden comes out wearing the mask just to prove that uh, Trump got COVID, and he, he's like, F this "Well, guy. I would wear, yeah, I would wear a mask either way, man." It's, I don't even know. It's been fourteen days since Trump. Well, I think it has. It has been fourteen days, but still, he's gonna wear. He's gonna wear a mask just so everybody knows he has COVID. And watch. I bet he adjusts his own podium where it's a little further away. Watch it. Watch. He's gonna do any slight. To take at Trump just to prove that, hey, this dude has COVID. He couldn't even protect himself, let alone the country. Watch. I'm kind of curious if Biden's going to poke fun of him about Trump talk or saying, trying to like say, Joe's going to listen to scientists. You want a president that listens to a scientist? And everybody kind of going, uh, yeah. <laughs> about the coronavirus and if he pokes fun of him for that. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what happens or uh, where it goes. But yeah. I think it's going to be interesting. Um, I think they're definitely going to take shots. And even though there's new rules in place, I think they're going to ignore them all. And I'm guaranteed Biden tells Trump to shut up because I know those were the best ratings Biden got was because he manned up and told Trump to shut up. I bet he says it once or twice during the debate. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. It should be fun. Yeah, but I mean, even Biden popping off saying that to Trump. I mean, it, I just those were his best. I, I almost, I almost feel like it, it, so. I don't, I don't think you you're gonna beat Trump by shouting him down. You know what I mean? I, I almost think it's it's almost the um, what is it? The proverb, uh, better better to let men think you're a fool than to open your mouth and prove it, it to be true. Like if I, I think the way sometimes Trump can run his mouth, it, it really makes him look bad. And I would almost say I, if I was Biden, I'd almost be like, yeah, keep talking. I'll, I'll just hang out here. <laughs> well, before we move on to the next topic, 
Did you guys want to add anything else you think is going to happen, or is that about it? Well, I got some side bets going on. I got over under how many times you think Biden's going to say. So here's the deal. Uh-huh. I say at least I say at least six times. Six. I was going to say Gosh. ten. Ten uh, minimum. How how many times is he going to have an opening line? <laughs> That's how <laughs> right? many times he'll say it. Every time. <laughs> so, so here's the here's the deal. It's at funny because I time. even looked at some of Biden's like uh, Twitter posts and one of his Twitter posts, like he first started. Okay, here's the deal. And I'm like, wow, he really does say that a lot. <laughs> I, I got a bet. I got a bet that I think one of you two would take me up on. Go. Intrigued. I'm I actually think Joe Biden's gonna do more talking this debate than Trump. Like when I say more talking, I mean he will say more words on stage than what Trump does. Well of course he will. He was interrupted the entire he, damn time. He didn't Trump get a chance to Joe to even talk. Trump's gonna be behaved. He's gonna no, be forced to I'm not. I I think I so. Someone's recording the words. Some of some of the stuff I've been reading about, kind of the strategy that that may go on in this debate is, um, they're saying. So what the, this is what the Republicans are are kind of clamoring about is they're saying that pretty much Biden has run on a on a really weak platform of hey vote me into office because everyone hates trump and then once i'm in office i'll tell you what i'm gonna do right and 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 present everything so there's thoughts that trump is actually gonna try to defer on purpose to biden to let him talk more and and pressure him to actually lay out like what he's going to do, what his political agenda well, is, what his plan a, is and whatnot. I just thought it was interesting. For Trump, one, Trump doesn't say anything stupid. <laughs> Two, you let Biden say something stupid. So yeah, <laughs> that would be a win-win situation. But I'll take the bet just because I don't think Trump could keep his mouth shut. As soon as as soon as soon he says something like to egg on Trump, he's going to see red and just go ballistic. So Vegas odds right now for whose microphone would be muted first trump. we got we got donald trump with negative 275 and joe biden with a positive 200 vegas odds right now <laughs> if you want to want to put a bet on that <laughs> you know that's pretty good odds well, who, who speaks first though i i think biden speaks first then he'll be muted first because oh, unless he speaks out of the turn because the incumbent the incumbent i think goes it responds right. and goes so, goes second. There's also Vegas odds on who will take the first sip of water. We got uh, Joe Biden at negative 165, and we got Donald Trump as plus 125. Yeah. I would say Biden would take the... <laughs> How about this one? Will Will Donald Trump say Sleepy Joe? <laughs> <laughs> will Will Joe Biden say Clown? Yeah. That's funny. Right, some, we, got, we, we got some good odds in there. What would what would Trump say first, Sleepy Joe or Phony Kamala? <laughs> Sleepy Joe. Yeah, and the, yep, uh, Sleepy Joe's got good odds, or that there's a favorite win. The other one is what will Trump say first, fake news or the China virus? I actually, Ooh. I actually think Trump I'm, has I'm, slowed down on fake news. I, I think the China virus will happen I, first. Ooh, that's that's, that's go, I'm locking that bet now. That's positive odds, man. You got plus one fifteen on that bet. I'm gonna go in for a long shot, and I'm gonna say he brings back the kung flu. The kung flu. <laughs> I I like that one. That was a pretty good one. <laughs> so it was funny. It was creative. 
Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Will the first lady and Donald Trump share an embrace after debate? No. No. No, got hey. your negative 275. Yes, actually, that's plus 200. Nope, they will not embrace. In fact, she's probably going to be like, I'm social distancing. Yeah. Still getting COVID. <laughs> yeah. Here's a really good one. Will Trump or Biden curse on air? No. You don't think so? With the microphone and them getting frustrated? You kind of think, like, hear him saying, like, what the hell? It is. The, only, the only person. Here's last one. I think Biden would be more likely to curse than Trump. I think Biden yeah. would too. If he does, instead of saying, shut up, man, I hope he says, shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. You just had to drop that to make this an R-rated uh, podcast. Oh, did do. we not cuss at this point? You you kill. I'm me, pretty man. sure I have like three times by now. I'm not sure. Though, You're maybe. killing me, man. <laughs> killing me. It's okay. I didn't post. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you brought up the curse words. It's not my fault. I just said I it. didn't say the curse word, though. Just saying. Well, <laughs> but the Sabre's defense, we had to have an example of what it could be. So you can't put the cake in front of me and say, don't eat the cake. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, let's uh, <laughs> let's uh, move on to our next topic. So last episode, we were talking about the social dilemma and the episode on um, Netflix. And we got some feedback and some conversations going. And so this episode, we're going to talk about what it is like raising kids in the social media era. And we're all grown men. We've all raised kids. Um, All of us kind of, they're, I guess they're pretty much on the younger side. I know James was helping raise a little bit older teenagers, but I'm not going to lie. The thought, my son is seven, the thought of raising him and dealing with the social media addiction and all the stuff that comes with it scares the shit out of me. Agreed. Really? I don't know how you guys feel or if you guys even put thought into it, but the more we talk about it and the more we realize what's going on, yeah, it. I'm I'm a little scared of it. I think it has more to do with understanding what it is. You, you know okay. what I mean? I, I'm a I, little scared because I don't understand it. <laughs> well, I mean, like I I actually shared the same concern, and I I brought that up, and a, a few years back, I was I was talking with someone who works with, um, a lot of high schoolers and and junior hires as a as a counselor. Uh-huh. And I, I mentioned to him, I said, what do you think is going to happen, you know, with all this? And I remember they, they told me, well, it, it's just a, a different challenge for a new generation. And I, and I was kind of thinking about that for a moment. And I mean, it's, it's kind of true because I mean, when we were younger, there were things that, you know, we were, we were getting quote unquote addicted to, or, or way too into, um, that, so- that kind of took us away from from you know at times being a functional family i agree but this is it seems like two different challenges for two different generations challenge one being the kid itself challenge two being the parent trying to raise the kid because it's not like our generation where our parents were like 
in our day, we had the stick and the ball. You know what I mean? Well, guess their stick and the ball turned into a metal baseball bat and a leather ball. You know what I mean? Now we're going from a metal baseball bat, a ball, I guess a Sega Genesis and whatever that's our generation, to full-on people could talk to other people through technology. They don't have to go out of the house. Um, strangers communicate with strangers. How do you preach don't talk to strangers and then they're going on uh, Facebook or TikTok or Instagram and then they're becoming friends with strangers. You don't know who these people are. And yeah, it just scares the shit out of me. You got to like, like monitor them constantly or I don't even know. I did, you never, did you never did you never fight with your sister to to have like to control the phone in your house when you were growing up because it's totally different dude you have a parent and a mediator if you're literally if i'm like you know like literally i talk like that's a dad i'm on the john right read the magazine or something like that i hear <laughs> timmy and bethana <laughs> i hear timmy and, and bethana downstairs like fighting over you're gonna you know there's a commotion going on you're all like you get up you go like what's going on my type of thing you know they're fighting mediator you can't like parents don't always know what's going on in social media they don't know who their kid's talking to um sabri brings up the point and the word social media itself is kind of broad more or less when people say social media they think mostly facebook they think twitter um tiktok is now included in that Uh, uh i fear for just internet as a whole and allowing our the younger generations this open platform to ability to like literally look up anything they want to uh not being uh you know supervised and having this kind of like open platform it's literally like us being a kid and giving the keys to the car and don't know how to drive and just start it up and start going down the road you know that we have no uh guidance on what to do or anything like that so if you think about it as we were kids you know, we weren't allowed to go places by ourselves until we got to a certain age. Like, you know, our moms or our dads normally, like they said, you know, don't go down that alley. That alley is a bad place. You don't want to go there. You know, they trained us on how, uh, you know, to grow up. You know, we're not constantly looking at what our sons or daughters are constantly doing online. And a lot of times they don't even know. You know like if you have a person that has a TikTok account and TikTok doesn't really have any parental controls on it either to really uh, say what your account can actually watch. And there's no way to flag to say a content is actually a rated R material versus something that's actually made for kids. And there's a lot of, you know, uh, younger adults under the age of 18 that are on TikTok. And if you constantly scroll through things, you're literally going to, you know, especially if you're a young kid, a teenage boy, you know, I'm going to use the term young and horny. You're going to literally look through the, you know, TikToks and you're going to see some person shaking her ass in the bikini type of thing. And, you know, you're going to have lotion next to you and, you know, this is going to happen. So there's your. Why was he ashy? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. (laughs) There's so many different avenues of bad things that our kids can get into it's scary yeah to go back to what joe was saying like you can't compare the phone to like an ipad because the three of us are pretty lucky i'm the least technical savvy out of the three of us but i think i still know enough where i won't be fooled at least until he passes me which he probably will but how hard is it to be like 
hey, Ginny, what are you doing on the iPad? Oh, I'm just on YouTube. Oh, let me see. And for her to quickly hide or close an app and then have her YouTube app up. And then the parents are none the wiser. Oh, good. My kid's an angel. She's just watching YouTube. Oh, my kid's an angel. She's reading homework. She's doing yeah. this. And that, then that stuff's always been there, though, man. It, it's always no, been there. But Even when we were kids growing is, up, we could yes, fool but, people. No, oh, but for my sure. Point, I'm, my yeah. point is the parents were aware of it. They were kind of onto it. Like, I if wouldn't even know kid, they're really much aware of it either, really. Are you? But, yeah, no, I, I mean... If my if my kid if my kid goes hey I'm going over to so and so's house and then I'm like dude I think something's up he's probably going to a party that's kind of stuff we're aware of but when you're when you're when they're saying like hey I'm going over to Dave's house but he's really meeting this stranger from online you don't know what's going on and that and that's what is a little scary or concerning. Kind of brings up a point that I wanted to kind of bring up as far as like actually monitoring your kid's content and doing things like that. In your scenario like that, Sabri, like especially with a kid. Well, how how old do you think the age should be before uh, your sons or daughters actually have a device of their own that they can use? Dude, that's crazy because even if you think about it now, there's especially during the COVID. Think about I couldn't buy a Nintendo Switch because of COVID. Think about all all these apps that kids at a younger age were on more and more and more because they couldn't get out of the house. The parents either had to work or they had to deal with their kids more, so they were using apps more. Think about how just this COVID period pushed kids more towards social media. Well, like, they have to, because so, even so they, they go to school all, on like all, devices and things. But that's my point. They're all going to have devices. Like... <laughs> What what's the minimum age? Six, five, four? Like, so there's a difference between having a device to actually having to go to school and actually having your own device that you literally have twenty four seven, free range. I mean, and and I know kind of sorry what you're talking about because as you said, like the the least technical uh as out of you know these people talking like me when I give uh ipad to uh you know my stepson that i was help raising at the time you know i had it locked in to where they couldn't exit out of a app unless they have a code that i gave them and once they are able to use the code then they're able to actually exit out and look at youtube and things like that yeah they hated they hated me at the stepdad because i had that shit locked down tight so like i had it where you know like they couldn't exit it they couldn't even turn it off they couldn't do anything except do the stuff that i allowed them to do which was read whatever the pages that he had to do for his preschool at that time if you that's kind of give a kid this, you know, here's uh, an iPad and allow them to kind of do anything else they kind of want to. Yeah, it's hard to. Well, it's not only, but, and I just gave one example. It's not only, it's not only like stranger danger. It's what about online bullying? What about friends at school? What about this at school? What if yeah. pitches are getting passed around? What if, um, what if you're getting bullied at school? And then these kids are not secure enough or are smart enough where they jump online and they're getting bullied at home. Whereas before you get bullied at school, we come home, we're in the safe haven, but you're no longer in the safe haven because this is their world and they're not smart enough to turn off the device because it's an addiction. So this is other issues that we're going to have to deal with. And like me, so so, and one of the reasons I brought up this topic is a couple of people talked to me 
and they're going through it like um one person their daughter had an issue and let's say with social media or whatever are they are they sneaking out are they meeting random people with social media and you know now you trust this person but they betrayed your trust and they've been sneaking out who who knows how long they've been sneaking out it's something else you got to monitor then i have another friend who um was an older teenager and he's sneaking out to meet girls like random girls like he doesn't even know these girls but like you said young and horny and now he wants a hookup but what happens when this random girl turns into like a a teenage gangster or whatever trying to you know just beat him up or something you know it's things that we have to be weary about and i don't know if i'm ready for that what's your take on that joe as having to having a daughter frankly i i mean i think it's just like anything else as as a parent you you have to you have to parent i mean my so Growing up, I, I think I think. Well, I guess elaborate problems. more when you mean like parent. Do you mean like constantly yeah. monitoring the devices, or like what what would you no, do in I, order to figure out that? Okay, that? so I feel like we're almost putting it out there, like oh, there was nothing for kids to you know get into trouble with, uh, you know, prior to social media arriving, like. But Dude, that's not was, what I'm saying. Now. But, I'm saying but there's plenty. There's type of trouble where I don't know if we are as parents are prepared for. If we as parents know enough about it. If we as parents are doing enough about it. Because I know there's a lot of parents who are like, I'm gonna let YouTube raise my children. I'm gonna let YouTube be my babysitter. I'm yeah. gonna let YouTube and, be but, the but I feel entertainment. like and I'm not, not talking about social media is a bad thing here, yeah. But it's I'm not talking about thing. the three of us. I'm just saying we're passing the goat. We're passing the ball and we're we have we're looking at this device as a tool when in fact it could be the death of our children because we're allowing it. So I I get where you're about to go. I agree, parents have to parent. But we're we're entering a new generation where we're still considered old school, where we don't know enough about this technology and how to raise them with it. I know how to put parents lo- parent locks on tools. I mean, it's that it's pretty simple. If if okay. that's what you're kind of so, talking about, no, I mean, sure, well, we kid, do. Your kids are five but... right now, and yeah, we do. But what happens when your kid is? 12 and 13 and they know how to get by that parent lock they're not yeah. gonna know how to get by it they won't and... know the code <laughs> dude our kids are gonna be in coding classes by the time they're in fifth grade i'm telling I mean, you wait, it's gonna the, be I, a new I, thing. I, i'm gonna, I'm gonna pull up joe biden here, here's the deal with the... <laughs> here, here, here's here's the here's the deal <laughs> where do we where tech, do we rank right saying, now technology actually technology is going to improve 30 times faster than we can actually keep up with it as far and our younger kids are gonna 
like learn twice as fast or 10 times as fast as actually we are with the new technologies that come across. Like, I, I can't tell you how many times, like, you know, I was actually with downtown Disney tonight with, you know, my friend Candace, she has uh, a daughter and she was talking to me about some, a couple like apps and things like that. And I didn't know what the heck she was talking about. I mean, granted, I, I haven't been around kids for a while though, but it's like I, there, and I, I keep, pretty up to date with most of like the trendy technology stuff and even applications that are out even games for the most part but there's a lot of times like yeah hey you know there's this new app that i can do this i can you know share this and i can do that i'm like i had no idea what she's talking about and i'm like oh i did not know you could do that so there's going to be things that they know that we don't know yeah you were spending too much time looking at your celebrity app getting to know someone a little too good or whatever that was i can't even remember the name of the yeah. app now uh, celebrity what app what no you're you're the actress yeah the actress app what, uh, what was friends it? only friends um, yeah whatever it was what, what are you guys talking about i'm trying to remember it's you you made the whole episode you made out a whole of episode shit. out of it dude no, i know what you guys talk about jeez I can't remember what I had for dinner, let alone what we did like episodes. Or whatever. Time, but... A Disney actress who went nude or something. Oh, you talk about OnlyFans. Oh, oh yeah. Only yeah. OnlyFans. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, See, okay. like, yeah. he's already Well, you guys made it sound like I made an app. I'm like, I didn't make an app because I'm getting paid for it. So, shit, I don't know. <laughs> like OnlyFans, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but... So I don't know. I like, go, I may have to go put a parental lock on James' I mean, iPad. Real that's fast going back to the talk about young fans. <laughs> that's just going back to our young and horny talk. That's all. Anyway, so let's just keep going. <laughs> right, but so so to, <laughs> to stay on the topic or point, but <laughs> but yeah. So so James is right. They're gonna technology is gonna advance. Kids are gonna grow up using and learning it, while we're kind of staying in the same place unless you have a technical job which most do not so it's going to be tough to keep up and and monitor and make sure they're okay make sure they're not going out getting into trouble but also making sure trouble's not coming into the house because at the point everyone's going to have a laptop everyone's going to have a desktop everyone's going to have a smart phone everyone's going to have a smart tv this social apps are going to be available to our kids at any point. And it worry because I know we talked about Generation Z and how our kids are going to grow up from 96 older. Our younger is going to grow up with anxiety, with depression, with all this stuff. And it's a more likelihood statistically. It just scares me to deal with it. And I'm telling you right now, I'm the type of parent where. I just don't let shit get to that point. I prevent everything from right now getting there. Like like timeouts, break toys, throw toys away, take away toys, take away iPad. Like I'm good at preventing before we get to that point. But when we get to that point, I don't know what I'm going to do because I'm all about not letting it get there. But at some point it's going to get there and I'm going to need to know what to do. And I'm scared that I'm not going to know what to do. I'm not going to know how to handle it. If my kid's getting bullied online, you know, how do you, how do you explain to him? Like, like just don't go online. It's not that easy because we're not, we didn't grow up with that. You know, we didn't, we grew up, go outside, play ball, come back inside, eat dinner. Their whole life. So you never encountered a bully in your life. I mean, come on, dude. No, it, but my point is, 
when I encounter a bully in school, I come home and I'm safe. You encounter a bully in school now, you come it home. It's on, on social. It's on social media. You know what I mean, bro? Have a bully mess with me, I'd punch him in the mouth and walk away. <laughs> that ended right there. And then okay. it'll be on you if saying went, you bullying the bully, and right? show it on social media, Whatever. and then you get expelled. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Be like that one kid who bodies teachers. I, I don't think oh, we damn. give our. Yeah, I don't think we give teachers like that, enough yeah. credit. We don't, I don't give think we give credit teachers our money. They know. Look, look. I, I have stepped up and confronted bullies before when I was in school, and the teachers knew who their trouble students were. So what are you going to do when who their good don't. ones were? What are you going to do when your kids don't? Oh, that's that's gonna be on them. They they have to learn how to stand up for themselves at and some point. And if they don't, and if they don't, well, they got to learn not to be a doormat, dude. Like our kids do not grow up exactly how we were. No, so I, I don't expect for, them to. Just like just like we're not to gonna. Say, we're gonna have different challenges, sides, right? We're gonna have we're gonna have different challenges as parents than what our parents had, and just like our parents had different challenges from what our grandparents had in raising kids, it's in it's it's the evolution of of parenting. There are some core principles that you can pull on uh, from each generation of parenting, and, and hopefully, you know, like. You've been around good parenting. You've been able to see what good parenting looks like. That's not always the scenario. And you are mentioning some good topics, but I mean, my parents were always very like actively monitoring who and what I was getting involved in. And, you know, I, yeah, I tried to get away with a lot of stuff, but I rarely could because I knew I knew where my wiggle room was. I knew what I could get away with and what I couldn't just because of how actively involved in different areas of my life my parent was. If if we're actively involved in our kids' lives and in the the social media that they consume and the things that they do when they're on electronic devices, I, I think that adds in a level of hesitation because they know, hey, you know, mom and dad aren't just throwing this thing in front of me and letting me do whatever the heck I want. They they check up on me. They follow up on me. Uh, they they know I have you know this account or I got this going on. There's there's we have to we have to take the initiative to to be involved in those things. And will our kids try to get away with stuff and us not know about it? Of course they will. It's part of being a kid and growing up and doing something dumb like you you hope your kids don't you know your kids are going to do something dumb at some point you hope they don't do something dumb that's going to impact their life for the rest of their life and 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 you have to you want to make sure that doesn't happen no i agree um yep. but let's well, say let's say for example your parents if your parents had to raise you with the ipad would they know what you're doing they're getting away with 
they well, my parents my, my parents are really not smart tech wise so that's that's that, <laughs> that's, that's my a, point but your parents are going to be like here's the deal 70 percent of the normal parents out there that's my point so both of you guys bring interesting points into one another and both of you are right both of you bring up uh basic concerns there's you know george point where you sometimes you just have to let the kids sink or swim obviously because they have to you have to let them kind of be their own person and develop that they're who they're going to be in life you try to guide them to there you can't always be like a total helicopter parent and kind of monitor each and every little thing that they do and then also to Sabri's point there's also the you know like well how do i monitor where my child is to every problem that we mentioned there is a solution with technology in order to uh you know solve some of these issues as far as uh, Sabri's point until like you know knowing where your kid's going there's applications where you can put on their phones and shared family accounts to always know the location of where they are as long as they got the phone on them. And we all know how important the phone is to a young teenager. They're always going to have it on them. So you, you'll know exactly where they are. If you notice, they said they were going to Long Beach and on the Sunday in Pasadena. Obviously, that's a problem. There's that. There's uh, just look at the search history. That's another thing. You have shared accounts so to kind of look at the internet search history. My biggest thing is not necessarily because I, I am confident enough and I know like technology enough to kind of be able to protect my son or daughter from really, really, really bad stuff. My fear is them looking up something, Googling something, figuring out something at a much younger age. And it's not totally, but it's like common stuff that you will learn about eventually. But I do remember looking up my uh, stepson's internet history and he's uh, five, Gibby, and he has an iPad that was, it's heavily guarded and whatnot to make sure uh, he can't go to certain websites and stuff like that. But he can still Google stuff. And he's a very uh, curious kid. And if he doesn't know something, he actually knows, let me Google it, find out what it is. Like secondly, learn how to read. You know, he starts Googling stuff to figure out. One of the things that he <laughs> looked up, he looked up sexting. Because he didn't kind of know, he was kind of curious, I think, what that was. And uh, he kind of knew it was bad, but he didn't know exactly what it meant. And I think they kind of mentioned it in school where he was, and he just wanted to know what it was so he wouldn't feel kind of like left out. He, he has a, a serious FOMO issue, you know, FOMO, fear of missing out type of thing. And so I think he kind of really wanted to know. And when I saw that and I looked at him, I didn't get mad at him. I didn't be like, what the, f why are you looking up that? I, I just kind of went like, dude, what, like, uh, like, what do you, I, what you're looking up that for? He got really freaked out. He was all like, you're going to ground me. You're like, no, dude, I'm not going to ground you. I just want to know, like, what are you looking at? And I want to like, you know, to explain to you what some of the stuff is and what you saw. And so you're not traumatized at a, at a you know, such a young age and trying to figure out some of this stuff, you know? So my, my fear is more of that, of them figuring out something. Two key points I got from that one. Uh, James got caught sexting and blamed it on the kid. <laughs> uh, two, thank you for explaining what FOMO. When you were like FOMO, I was like, what the hell does FOMO mean? I was like, what? I was like FOMO. I, I, I did that for you, Sabri. You're welcome. <laughs> Fear of missing out. I would have never guessed that in a million years. I was like, FOMO. Heard something else, but not FOMO. Yeah. But yeah. So no, that is you're right. That is a concern. Like they're they're gonna grow up faster, they're gonna grow up, um, they're gonna advance more, they're gonna because they're having more technology at their hands. Oh man, I guess I know I know when I talk to other people, like limiting them to um online internet time, social media time, that's gonna be a key factor. 
I'm taking it away, making sure you're constantly monitoring. That's going to so be stuff. The, but the taking it away type of thing. Yeah, so the taking it away type of thing is kind of big, right? Because that's more of an, it's kind of aggressive, right? You're literally taking away a device from, you know, a child. And especially if they're not kind of used to that, especially if you're trying, if they're used to being having the device so long and you're trying to implement like limitations well, to where they can't Not even as a long. punishment, not even as a punishment, but a well, household Not, not even a punishment either, but um, literally if you are taken away and they have them before, they're going to get pissed. Like, what the fuck? Why are you taking away well, my yeah, iPad you type gotta, of thing? Yeah, you got to make it. But, so, I, but I was Again, thinking, but going into the like, point what not, I was saying, well, well, let me go for what I was saying to go to that. There, there's technologies in there. I was saying what I was saying first. I'm going to say what I'm going to say first. Here's the deal. Me buying again. <laughs> That's going to be my favorite phrase. Yeah, now. Here's the, the deal. Button? I can't find the meat button. <laughs> ha, I'm the meterator, bitches. What's up now? But <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't used sound effects in forever. There you go. No, there there's you go. pieces are uh, there's pieces of hardware you can kind of put in place to literally cut off a device's internet completely, and you have full control over that. There's a Disney piece of hardware that put out and uh, i think it's called the disney go i want to say it's a piece of hardware literally right between you can control the devices you literally can press a button and cut off the internet time for the uh, person's device so if the kid's online you can filter out what they want to do if you want to allow them to do play online games you can say okay you're allowed to play this minecraft you're allowed to play roadblocks you're allowed to go youtube you can set time limitations so it automatically cuts it off so internet is a big thing right so there's not really a lot of local apps or anything like that so you say you have an hour of internet time and you start the timer and literally when that hour is up without any action from you internet cuts off on the device and then that device now comes that's no use for them now disney disney's a known issue itself though disney's pushing shit out there in some of their shows these kids shows if the parents aren't paying attention to what these kids are watching, dude, they're good. They're pushing uh, specific subjects out there where your kids are going to question and Google stuff. So you got to even be careful with Disney. Now it's not no Mickey mouse anymore. It's freaking full on. Yeah. That's, but that's kind of been there. Yeah. Have you watched some of the stuff that uh, we had as a kid and like, Watch it as an adult. Stuff, be like, oh, be like, holy that, shit! I didn't realize that was like going down like that. How many the, fucking the, cigarettes Bugs Bunny smoked in them cartoons back in the day, dude? Yeah, but that was a little <laughs> man. Like that's a little different. Like those were a lot of the stuff we were exposed to was kind of vices, and I mean there was even some things that people would consider um racially insensitive that we were yeah. exposed to in oh, our cartoons as well or whatever yeah um, yeah and that could be I, why I mean, people there's... are so racist today who knows no that's another podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> come on dude wait what is i missed it so it could be why oh, people man. are so racist today is because of the shit back in the day <laughs> yeah because the song of the south yeah right. exactly, it, 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 it propelled the whole generation don't, of kkk don't, don't let me bring up like the how the freaking ice cream song is totally racist you know <laughs> the ice cream song what ice cream you don't, you don't know about that no it's like uh, i forget the particular uh so, but the, the what the original around the rosy it's like something like that 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 one it's a it's a racial song of you know it's uh, the n word. I grew up. I grew up in watermelon. Ha 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 ha. That's the actual verse to that song. I grew up in Southgate. We didn't they didn't play that song in our ice cream trucks. <laughs> yeah, 
but yeah, there's a, that we can go down a whole other rabbit hole of that too. Yeah, and, well, no, you know, I, I grew up in Linwood. I didn't. I we didn't have an ice cream truck, dude. We got the freaking Mexican dude coming down with that with like little horn going down. You know, that's what we had. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't mean to get sidetracked, but yeah, you gotta be careful with what Disney's pushing now. Gotta be careful with what anyone's pushing, man. There's everyone's everyone's pushing something, some sort of agenda or something. I mean, um, I know, I know my brother, and and try not to sidetrack a bit, but my my brother signed up his his two daughters to go uh, play basketball at at the local YMCA just to be in a in a recreational league, right? Mm-hmm. And what ended up happening was is they showed up for the first day of practice and the the two coaches walked out and the head coach introduced the assistant and said this is my assistant coach uh sally she's currently in transition oh and we're, we're we're talking like these are like you know five six-year-old kids and they're all sitting there like trans transition why does this like lady like, still have a beard like, she's like, moving like, what's going on yeah like <laughs> and 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 i just t- i told my brother i thought i thought he should go find a lawyer and sue him because you have you have kids showing up to play basketball not get a lesson in like transgender you know changes or sex ed or anything like that i, I mean it, it just it's kind of out of bounds you know like it, it opens up pandora's box and as a parent you have to now sit down and explain to a five-year-old how a woman can have a beard it, it's just you know it's a little brutal <laughs> well and it shouldn't be a discussion being had at that age you, you gotta let them kids need time to learn how to process stuff <laughs> the growing, basics growing up in my day i knew many a woman who had beards <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> same <laughs> so. no I, yeah i'm not yeah i'm not making light <laughs> of the subject or anything yeah no i get it that is something else we're gonna have to go through with our kids kind of straying away from the social media aspect but, yeah. but is it really straying away from the social media aspect, dude? Because kids are going to run into that that crap online just as easily as they'll run into it in person if they're living their their life and doing the things that they need to do. I mean, trouble you know, trouble doesn't just hide in person. It's just with social media and the internet, it's another avenue uh, that you have to monitor. Unfortunately, right. And in some ways, in some ways, it might even be an easier way to monitor. I, I know you're you're taught you're concerned about how difficult it is, but it uh-huh. could be a lot easier to monitor because if you can put certain checks and balances and filters on technology, you you can't do that when a kid's just going and living their life and showing up to school or showing up to the YMCA or, you, you know, doing, doing life. Uh, sometimes you can't True. filter what they're going to, you can't filter what they're going to run into out in the real world. But, but I get what you're saying. But my point was I myself am more prepared for that because I went to the local gym and played basketball. I went to the local park and played basketball. I, you know, had to walk home. I had to do this and that. So that's all stuff I'm familiar with. 
But this online stuff, I'm just saying it's scary because I'm not familiar with it. And I guess as a good parent, I'm going to have to make myself familiar. We're going to have to get Uncle James here and freaking put codes and locks on every social media device we have. I'm going to start a new business. (laughs) Hey, heavy daycare, but it's for... Oh, crap. Yeah. But now I just told everybody my plan. You're you're entitled to do that though, because here's and this is just I guess this is kind of where my head's at with it. I, it. Look, I'm paying for the device, I'm paying for the service, I'm paying for all that stuff. If I'm gonna pay for it all and then hand it to one of my kids, I mean, I, technically I'm the one that's responsible for it. I mean, it, I'm not. You know what I mean? It, it'd be like handing a loaded gun to a kid. Technically, I'm responsible for it. I'm the gun owner. You that's know. True. So you gotta you gotta take the same precautions you, you know that you would if 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 it was anything else in life. I mean, when the kid turns eighteen or twenty or however old they need to be, and they go out and they get a job and they want to pay for their own and they don't want to have parent locks on things, hey, more power to you. You know, like be grow up, be, become a you know a man or a woman or whatever you want to be, and you know, take ownership of that. Um, yeah, well, I know we're kind of running long on time, so we should probably wrap this up. I know it's a scary thing, and especially me, I it's a thing I, I'm scared of and I fear as my son gets older, but I believe all of us had good points, and if we continue to be good parents, we love our kid, we give them, we give them attention, they know they could come to us. Um, and then we monitor them and are not naive to whatever they're up to. Yeah, I, I think we'll be just fine. But the whole not knowing, it's kind of scary. But right, good parents are good parents. And when you have good intent, then I think, and you raise your kids well, then more likely than not, they're going to be raised just fine. Do you yeah, guys have anything to add to that? I would just end? say, I would just say, you know, I think one of the biggest things is, is kind of like what James was talking about with the searches, you know, he was just trying to figure out like, what the heck is, is that? I, I've never even heard of that before. Um, it, it reminded me of when I was younger. Uh, it, it, I think I was in like sixth grade and I had a, I had a friend call my house and he invited me to a jerk circle. And I was like, what the hell is it? I was like, what the heck is that, dude? And and when my when my dad, my dad and my mom, they they were eavesdropping. My dad heard me say that and then he told me hang up the phone right now. And I was like, what? Okay. And like he was mad. Like I I didn't understand anything. And then my dad had to kind of explain to me and he told me pretty much this is what that is. You're never talking to that person again. Done. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, no problem. And and I'm just everybody giving each other's Dutch rudders and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just, oh, it's, man. it's just like it's just like anything else, right? Like I got exposed to something through someone that my parents weren't expecting me to. And I was just kind of like, well, what the heck is that? I've never even heard of that before. <laughs> okay, and and well, my dad yeah. had to pull me to the side and explain it. And then he said, yeah, so pretty much you're not going to be involved in that. And you're never talking <laughs> to that kid again. 
<laughs> here I am trying to feel better about myself, and now you're making me scared of one more thing. I never dude. heard of that before. You oh, got to worry about the circle jerks, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, I, I can't think of a greater spot to end it right there. <laughs> All right, Except I probably, right. probably people are kind of curious of what a Dutch rudder is. If you don't know what the Dutch rudder is, watch Zach and Mary make a porno. It's a great movie. Yeah, it's, a, it's not a great movie. It's way to give, way to give the kids more movie. things to Google search there. Yeah, be informed and be educated on what the type of shit that people talk about. Yeah, James I'm just doing a like service. It. An Abraham Lincoln. What is that? The president? Oh, yeah. It's our president. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, let's just end it on that. Joe, thanks for joining us for another episode. And um, catch us on episode 25, Don't Be a FOMO, Fear of Missing Out, something I just learned. All right. Everyone have a good uh, a good week. Peace out. <laughs>